Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker, Barrity Jagdish and Ryan Huang. Let's uh, try and wrap up uh, the week in terms of markets on yeah. The Bigger Picture. How would we sum up the week? Yeah, No doubt the Fed's latest statements and several roller coaster trading days as well. It's been a topsy-turvy week for markets and we still have the dust settling from the FOMC meeting. Many investors and analysts still scrambling to change their projections on what the Federal Reserve might do later this year after that more hawkish than expected tone coming through where Fed Chair Jerome Powell signaled for a hike in March possibly and did not rule out increasing at every meeting. So a bit of a surprise for investors who were bracing for just three or four rate hikes. Let's check in with Mitu Kotica. He is the Chief Emerging Markets Asia and Europe Strategist for TD Securities. Morning, Mito. How are you doing today? Good morning, Ryan. Very well. Thank you. Hey, Mito, it looks like markets have been having quite a rough time, especially in the lead-up to the Fed meeting. Very volatile sessions. First half of the day, we've got them in the green, then selling off later. And we thought we might get some clarity from the Fed meeting. But going by the later session overnight, it doesn't seem to be the case. Are we, are we, do we have enough clarity these days now to move with more conviction in the markets? It looks like investors are embracing the mantra, sell on the rally more these days. That's right. I think there, there's obviously an attempt for dip buyers to come in, and that's what we're seeing on a daily basis. But the volatility in equity markets is so elevated at the moment, as we can see from this VIX fear gauge. And clearly, uh, there is just so much uncertainty. I mean, markets continually pricing in Fed rate hikes. Now we're approaching five hikes this year in the price. Uh, there's obviously speculation of a 50 basis point hike as a first mm. move. The Fed not ruling out that, not ruling out multiple hikes. And markets are just very nervous, and especially interest rate sensitive. And those tech heavy stocks and some that have not had any, any real profits are the ones that have been most vulnerable in this environment. Yeah, how has the meeting changed your view of where things are going from here, Mito? Because if you look at what some projections have been changing from, uh, for example, PMP Paribas has been talking about six hikes this year, up from four. And Nomura is looking at 50 basis points hike in the first um, hike in March. And bear in mind, we haven't had one since the year 2000, nearly 20 years ago. Where do you sit right now in terms of number of hikes and how much we are looking at? That's right. So we, we expect four hikes this year, as well as quantitative tightening, i.e. the reduction of the balance sheet uh, to begin in May. But the first hike we think will be in March, and we're expecting that to be 25 basis points. So we're not certainly on that more hawkish end of the spectrum of expectations for the Fed. We don't think the Fed needs to hike that aggressively mm. or that many times. But clearly the market is just you know, out hawking itself in a sense <laughs> in terms of pricing in rate hikes. And you know, clearly inflation fears are there. And, and there's no doubt that the Fed is, is trying to catch up with the curve here in terms of what is being priced, what is expected. But uh, we think eventually inflation will come off. U.S. growth will lose momentum. And some of that impetus for hikes in rates will not be as significant. Yeah, the hawks are really taking flight here. And if you look at how this will play out for markets, what are expectations here on the potential impact? Are we going to see a renewed drive away from growth names to these cyclical stocks? Well, I think when we look at the start of this year, there had already been a very sharp deviation between the growth and value stocks. And we're seeing some of that already correct. Um, now, there may be some more pain here uh, for growth stocks. And certainly there's some catch up for value stocks here as well. But, you know, again, we don't think this is going to continue on indefinitely, probably next few weeks of pain. I think generally what we tend to see historically is once the Fed starts hiking rates 
which you think will be in March, then you see some of that pain already start to be erased. And so a lot is in the pricing rather than the actual event. And we think that perhaps means a little bit more pain in the next few weeks and volatility, but we don't expect this to persist for a long period of time. Sounds like a lot of the pain will be front-loaded, so to speak. Um, how much will that do for the US dollar when it comes to um, the strength for the dollar index and maybe versus the Sing dollar? Well, that's exactly right in terms of being front-loaded. I mean, the dollar itself, strength there is also likely to be front-loaded in our view. So we will see in continued dollar strength at least in the next few weeks. Dollar index already rising very sharply. And when we look at Asian currencies, we're seeing some renewed weakness more recently. Sing dollar is interesting because Sing dollar, in our view, is now trading at the top end of the Sing dollar near band. And it's already very, very strong in, in relative terms. We had the surprise uh, tightening from the MAS last week. Um, and we think near-term strength in Sing dollar will outperformance at least will continue. But given how rich it is in this band, we do see some scope for perhaps a near-term uh, correction after a little bit of initial gain, especially with the dollar strengthening the way it is. But you know, as we look in the next few months, and certainly expectations of a, a potential April move by the MAS, we expect Sing dollar outperformance to persist. All right, me too. Just to wrap things up, uh, a lot of focus on the yield curve these days, and we saw it shrinking to the flattest since 2020. What does that tell you in terms of signals and expectations? Well, I think still in terms of yield curve, as you say, it has flattened. Largely, we've seen this move in the front end of the curve. Markets still probably have more room for a terminal rate increase, i.e. where the Fed will stop hiking. But eventually, we see a curve re-steepen. But at least for now, that flattening trend is probably going to continue. It means that markets are thinking that the Fed may hike rates perhaps to about 1.75%-ish. But we think there's room for a higher move in rates than that eventually. All right, I've been chatting with Mitu Kotichar. He is the Chief Emerging Markets Asia and Europe Strategist for TD Securities. Mitu, thank you as always and have a great weekend in advance. Thank you. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.